Seven lines up from the bottom. Zok dehelugi gemara chaf amidal of tani tana kamei Atana said in front of Avsheshes in the list of tumen taira. He's giving an example. What what how do you have tumen taira? Sharetz metami es hamashkin. Sharetz is metami the mashkin. The mashkin becomes a rishon. Umashkin metami es akli. The mashkin is metami the kli. We're going to see about that in a second. The kli becomes a sheni. Ukli metami es aichlam. The kli metami es aichlam is metami food. That becomes a revi ashlishi. Revi, yeah. Ashlishi. Ashli, I'm sorry. That is a Revi. So we're holding over here in a Revi. This is what the Tana said over. But then the Tana ended off. We see Shlishi. We see three Thomas and Asherets. There's four. We just listed four. We have Mashkin, Kli, Eichlin, Mashkin. There's four. So to Gemara Guz Mashkin Deresha cut out the first Mashkin. So go from Sharetz to Kli, so that, which is, makes sense because the Kli is only Tommy from a Sharetz. So a Kli, a Sharetz is Matam and a Kli, Kli becomes a Rishin. Then we have Mashkin is a Shani, Eichlin is a Shani, and Mashkin is a Shlishi. So there's only three after the Sharetz. Fratima, why are you cutting out Mashkin Deresha? Adarabba, Guz Mashkin Deseifa, cut out the Mashkin at the end and make it Sharetz, Av, Mashkin Rishin. Klisheni, Eichlin, Shlishi, and stop there. Why are you cutting out the first mashkin? Cut out the second mashkin. Zatigamali Ashkechantana to Amar Mashkin Metamin Kli El Rabbi Yehuda. The only tana that we found that holds that mashkin could be Metamin Kli is Rabbi Yehuda's shita. We had this before. Vehaderbe and Rabbi Yehuda was chayzer. There's no such thing. As mashkin being mitame kli midayaisa, and therefore we cut out the first mashkin. Visimnech nezaisa. You want to have a simon? You want to know how to remember this? A nezaisa, which is the way they make beer. First they put a kli, then they put the barley or whatever they're putting in there, and then they put the liquid. So here you have a sharetz, which first touched the kli, then oichel, then mashkin. That's the way they would remember that this is the seder advarim. How a sharetz is mitame something. Tonight, also, the Mishnah says, Bez Hashem said, we are going to learn, we are going to know Meseches Kalim in Yerushalayim, Yerach Kodesh. And it's going to be relevant, or it's not going to be relevant, Bez Hashem will be learning. But anyway, over there, it's going to say like this, Sharetz Shanimtza B'Tanur. You have a Sharetz and a Tanur. So again, so we said a halacha, once a Sharetz goes into a Tanur, everything in the Tanur becomes Tameh. But, the way it works is like this, Ha-Pas The Pas becomes a Shani. Why? The way it works is the sheretz is not metame the past directly. The sheretz is metame the tanner, and the tanner is metame the past. So the past, or the past, really becomes a sheni. The sheretz cannot be metame the tanner, the, the, the past directly. You don't look at the sheretz when it's inside the tanner as if the whole tanner is full of tuma. You look at it. As if it's metame the tanner, and then the tanner is metame the sharetz, and the tanner metame the eichlam. The shail is why. Fred the gemara amalei avada amalei avada berava lerava venechzi lahai tanner commanded bali tumedami. Why do you look at the tanner as if it's full of tuma? That they have a high pass rishayna. Why do you look at the at the sharetz as if it fills the whole tanner with tuma, and this pass now touched the ear that's full of tuma, and the pass becomes a rishin? Shouldn't be a shayna. Should be rishin. There's no such thing. The, t- the sheretz does not fill up the tanor with tumma. Now let's explain the two studies. One side is that the sheretz is metam and the tanor, and then the tanor is metam and the lachem. The other side is that the sheretz fills the whole tanor with tumma, and now anything that's inside the tanor is as if it touched the sheretz. And the Gemara is going to prove it. It's nothing more like this. Titania. Let's say you have a kli 
that goes into an avar klicharis. You have a you have a tana which is a klicharis, and a sheretz goes inside, and then you put a metal keli inside. Is the metal keli tummy? So it would depend. If you look at the sheretz as if it fills up the tana with tuma, so then the kli should become tummy because it's as if the kli touched the sheretz and the kli touched the sheretz is tummy. But if you look at it as if the sheretz touched the tana and the tana touched the food or whatever is inside, a tana cannot be metame another kli. A tana is only a rishon. A rishon cannot be metame another kli. So that would be the nafkamina. If you look at it as if the sheretz fills up the whole thing with tuma, then a kli would be mekabel tuma. But if you look at it as if it's metame to tana and the tana is metame, then it would not be mekabel tuma. And the gemara brings a pasuk: tamelaimer kolasher b'seicha yitma. Anything that's in the tana is tame. V'samachle mikala oichel. The pasuk says only food. Oichel mitame meyavik klicheres vein kolakelim. Mitamin All kalim do not become tame from avikliharis, and you see from here that the way a sheretz works is not that the sheretz fills up the tanner with tuma, because if it would be like that, then a kli should be able to become kabbal tuma. Obviously, the way it works is that the sheretz is mitamin the tanner, and the tanner is mitame what's inside of it, and that's why a kli is not tame, and that's why the bread inside the tanner would only be a sheni, would not be a rishin. Okay, now, now till the end of the parak is basically a little bit of chazar that we had. Till now, the Gemara is going to twist the cases we had told them, but it's not going to be. Bez Hashem will be a little bit easier than the cheshbonus we had told them. Let's see. Zot tigmar. Rav Chizda Rami Pischa Pischa Mishani. Rav Chizda asked the stira from one place in Psachim to another place in Psachim, and he answered the stira. Me Amir Rabbi Yeshua Shteim Kachas did Rabbi Yeshua say all the way back in the day that you're allowed to burn tuma when you have when you're allowed to burn tluya. Again, we said Rabbi Yeshua said at the begin towards the beginning of the parak that if you have tluya. Towards the beginning of the sugya. If you have tuya, if you have chuma that's a suffix, and you have chuma that's a that's a um avade tame, you're allowed to burn them together. There was one side, we're gonna see in a second if it really hold, if it goes like that, but there was one side that Yeshua says if you have something that's a suffix tame and something that's a vade tame, you're allowed to burn it together. That was the Gemara. The Mishnah seemed to say like that. Fat Gemara, is that true? For a minute, this price that we had before. Um, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi was asking on a mayor. The nidon that you're trying to prove, the mayor was trying to prove that you're allowed to burn truma to hira, that's chametz, together with truma to mea on Arab Pesach. That's what the mayor was trying to prove, and Rabbi Yaisi was disagreeing with him. So we're not, we're not going to get into that kinech. We're going to get into the way Rabbi Yaisi words it. Rabbi Yaisi words it like this. When did Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi was a generations before. Rabbi Yisrael Beis was the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. So Zotig Markish Eidu Rabbi Yisrael. What Rabbi Yisrael said Eidus Almahi Eidu. When did they say Eidus? This is Abchanina Saganikayim. He starts off with Abchanina Saganikayim. When did Abchanina Saganikayim say Eidus? Imala Basa Shenitma Bavlada Toma. Basa that became Tomei would have Vlada Toma. Let's say the Basa is a Shlishi. Shesarf and I say my Basa Shenitma Bavlada Toma. You're allowed to burn it together with meat. That's a Rishon Zet Tomei. Is that Tomei? The reason why you're allowed to put them together is because a Shlishi's Tomei and a Rishon's Tomei. So you're let it advance what going from a shlishi to a rishon. This is the first sugi we had in the beginning of Chinnis Ganakayim. Im al Hashemet Shenifsa Batolya. In this if it's Rabbi Kiva's case, which was the second case in Mishnah, if you have Shemet, that's a shlishi that was Nifsa Batolya. Shemat Likin Aisay Bener. You let a light it with a metal nair. Shenitum Etamimais, which we said was an av, a nair that's a t- that's a metal nair that touched the Tamimais becomes an av. So now you're taking a shlishi and making it into a rishon. 
Ze posel ve ze tame. A shlishi's posel and a rishin and a and a rishin is tame. Whatever when you're going to make it, you're going to make it into you're going to turn it into something that's tame. So also you can advance from something that's posel to something that's tame. This is all Rabbi talking. If you have a truma that was let's say a shlishi if you have something that you know for sure is tummy, it's a shlishi. You're allowed to burn it together with a rishin. But how are you allowed to burn a truma that's tulia together with truma that's tame? Truma that's tulia is a suffix tame. You don't even know if it's tame. How are you allowed to burn something that's a suffix tame together with something that's a vaday tame? Shema yavi eliyavi itareim. Maybe eliyavi will be mitareim. So how are you allowed to burn tuluya together with tamea? So what do you see? Rabbi Yaisi held that you're not allowed to burn in a Bishu Shita. He held that he's going in a Bishu Shita. He held that there's no one that would hold that you're allowed to burn a Tuluya, a Suffolk Tame, together with a Vade Tame. That's what Rabbi Yaisi seems to be holding in a Bishu Shita. The problem is in our Mishnah, it says that according to Bishua, you could burn Tuluya and Tamea. This was Reb Chizda's Kasha. And our Mishnah seems to say you could burn Tuluya with Tamea, and over there it seems to say you cannot. This was Reb Chizda's Shaila. Umishani, and he answered, it's a Machlaikistan. Hi, Reb Shimon. One's Reb Shimon, one's Reb Yaisi. Why? The Tanya, the Brisa says, Yodal, we have this Brisa also. Yodal, Shechalis, Bishabas, like this year, Arab Pesach falls out in Shabbos, Mivarinus, Hakal. Shabbos, you have to get rid of everything before Shabbos. Vizarf, and then you burn Trumas, you burn Truma. Tameas, Tuluyas, Utahayas, Divya, you can burn everything together. Truma Tamea, Truma Tuluya, Truma Tahaya, because that's our mayor's Shita. That mayor holds when you're burning for Chametz, you're allowed to burn Truma Tamea, and Truma Tahaya, you're allowed to burn everything together, because it's going to get ruined anyway. That's our mayor's Shita. You have to burn Tahir by itself. You burn by itself. You have to burn by itself. You have to make separate fires for all three kinds of Truma. Amir Abshimin. Abshimin made up Shar. did not disagree. You now let it burn Tahar Truma together with Tame Truma because you're being Mitamiyat. He doesn't hold like a mayor that because it's Chametz, you're allowed to burn it together. No. You're now but you have to keep a separate fire for Tahira and Tamea. But Ala Tuluya of Ala Tahira, but let's say burning Suffolk Tame together with Tahar de Kachuma, Shesarf, and everybody agrees that you're allowed to burn because you Mechatesi became Tame as a Chazaka that it was Tahar. So Mechatesi became Tame. So you're allowed to burn Tuluya together with Tahira. Ama Nechluku, what's their Machlaikis? Ala Tuluya, Vala Tamea. The Machlaikis is Suffolk Tama together with Vade Tama. Shabalazar Aymerti. Sorry, of Zuba Atzma, of Zuba Atzma. Rabbi Lazar holds you have to make a separate fire for Tuluya and a separate fire for Tamea. Rabbi Shua Haimer, Shteim Kaachas. Rabbi Yeshua holds, you can burn them together. So you see from here that Rabbi Shimon holds, according to Rabbi Yeshua, that you're allowed to burn Suffolk Tameh with Vaday Tameh. And Rabbi Yeshua says, you're not allowed to burn Suffolk Tameh with Vaday Tameh. So that's the answer. Our Mishnah that says that you're allowed to burn Suffolk Tameh with Vaday Tameh is going according to Shittas of Shimon. And the Brisa that says that you're not allowed to burn Suffolk Tameh together with Vaday Tameh according to Yeshua is going according to Shittas Rabbi Yeshua. And everything's beautiful. That's a 
Yechizda's tarots to their stira. There's just one problem. Our Mishnah is Abyasi. So you can't say that Abyasi, that our Mishnah is of Shimon, because our Mishnah is Abyasi, because Abyasi is talking in the Mishnah. But Hamas Nisan, Rabyasi, the Mishnah is Abyasi. Abyasi is having conversation with Amir. Our Mishnah and Dafidal was Abyasi talking. So you can't answer the stira and say, the Mishnah is of Shimon, and the Rai says Abyasi, the Mishnah is before Ish, that it's Abyasi. It's really Abyasi talking, but this is what he was saying in Turbay. I feel the Rab Shimon Valley with Abyshua the Makel, even Ab Shimon. According to Abyshua, that's Makel, that holds your ladder burn. Ki Makel, but Tluyo to me, Rab Shimon, Rab Yaisi saying over Shitas of Shimon. Rab Yaisi and Ab Shimon were contemporaries. Rab Yaisi was quoting Shitas of Shimon. The only time Rab Shimon was Makel was Tluyo to me, but Tahira and Tamea, he was not Makel. This is Rab Yaisi quoting Ab Shimon. So again, it's a machloikis tanaim if you're allowed to burn Tuluya together with Tamea. According to Rabbi Yaisi, you are not allowed to burn them together in Rabbi Shua's Shita. According to Rabbi Shimon, you are allowed to burn them together. And just to get chronological order, Rabbi Shua and Abelazar were Rabbeim in a certain sense of Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Yaisi was a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. We're going to see it later in the Mesafta about conversation between Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Akiva. But Rabbi Shua was older than Rabbi Akiva. So this is already a generation gap where Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Shimon, who were Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, were disagreeing about Rabbi Yeshua's Shita, who was their Rebbe's kind of Rebbe, or Chaver, whatever it was, but Akapadim, it was a generation above, and that's why they were disagreeing about Rabbi Kiva and Abelazar's Machlaikis. Now, don't be confused. There's Abelazar and there's Abelazar. Rabbi Eliezer was Abelazar Hagadol. He was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva, a Rebbe of Rabbi Kiva. Abelazar is Abelazar ben Shemua, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva. Don't get confused. The two Tanam. We're talking about Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer is a contemporary of Rabbi Yeshua. He was before, or a couple older than Rabbi Akiva, like we will see by Hashem. Zatikamar Nachakasha. Rabbi Eliezer, this is, this is Rabbi Eliezer ben Pedas. The Amoira Rabbi Eliezer. It gets confusing. The Amoira Rabbi he was a Talmud of Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Lazar ben Padaz ben Meshishmol. You have to start giving out the Sefer again. Anyone didn't get the Sefer, go to Meshishmol. He has some extra in his ass. But anyway, Rabbi Lazar was a Talmud of Rabbi Yechanan. He was an Amir. A second generation Amir. Rabbi Lazar, Rami, Chuma, Chuma, Mishani. Rabbi Lazar asked the Stira. Did he skip something? Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped the Gemara. Rabbi Yaisi Rachanina, I wanted to finish quicker. Rabbi Yaisi Rachanina, we'll get to Abelazar in a minute. Rabbi Yaisi Rachanina, Rami Chuma Pischa Umishani. He asked the stira from Chuma to Psachem, and he answers it. Me, I'm Rabbi Yeshua Shtem Kaachas. Does Rabbi Yeshua say? That you're allowed to burn Tuluya together with Tamea. We are holding about ten lines down from the wide lines, Chafamabes. Viraminu Astira, Chavis Shel Truma. If we had, we had this case already, a Chavis of Truma, Shenay led by that had a Suffolk Tuma in it. Rabbi Lazar, I'm here. Rabbi Lazar says, If it was left in a public area, you have to protect it, you have to move it to a private area. If it's open, you have to cover it, because you still have to protect it. It's still considered like truma, even though it's suffik tamei. Rabbi Yeshua, Imer, Imaisa Munachas, Makama Mutzna. Rabbi Yeshua says, Fakir, if it's in a private place, and Echad Makama Turfa, you can leave it in an open area. Vimaisa Mechose, if it's covered, you get lana. You're allowed to open it. So what do you see? Rabbi Yeshua says, when you have a suffik tuma, you're not allowed to be the tamit. You're only allowed to open it. You're only allowed to leave it in the public. But we're saying that according to Rabbi Yeshua, if you have tuliya and tamei, you're allowed to be the tamit. Stira. 
Groma and Piyadayim Loya, but these see it's only a Groma, not Piyadayim. Oh, Mishani, he says the same tarots. Hayab Shimon, Aliba de Bishua, Hayab Yaisi, Aliba de Bishua. According to Ab Shimon, according to Bishua, you're allowed to be Metamic, Tuluya, and Tumaya. That was Ab Shimon Shita we brought before. So Ab Shimon, again, he was a generation below Ab Shua. He was quoting Ab Shua, and he says, according to Bishua, you're allowed to be Metamic, Tuluya. And Ab Yaisi, a contemporary of Ab Shimon, was saying that according to Ab Shua, you're not allowed to be Metamic, but you're only allowed to leave it in a public area. Area, and that brisa is Shita Sebyesi. Zatim Marvelazar, Rami Chuma Chuma Mishani asked the Stira in Shuma, and he answered it. Me am Rabbi Yeshua Grama and Biadaim Lai. Did Rabbi Yeshua say that you're only allowed to cause Tumma, you're only allowed to leave it outside and cause Tumma to it? But you're not allowed to be Mitamit, Viraminu Evistira. We had this case also. Chavishel Chuma Shinishbra Begasal Yaina. You have a barrel of chuma that broke in the gas, in the upper gas, in the storage area. A barrel of chuma broke. And it's dripping down. It's going to fall into the vat of Tamei Dike Chulin. What's going to happen if it goes into the vat? It's going to aser the Chulin, and you're not going to, be able to do anything with it. Because Tamei, it's going to be a mixture of Tamei Chulin with chuma. There's nothing you can do with it, and you're going to have to throw it in the garbage. It's going to be a huge hefzit. So are you allowed to catch the wine with Tamei Kalim before it gets to the vat? What's the shot? Because the why it's going to become tummy anyway. When it gets into the back, it's going to become tummy anyway. So maybe you're allowed to catch it with a tummy clean to stop that it shouldn't, you shouldn't have a hefzid, you shouldn't lose all your chulin. Are you allowed to do that? So it's a machlaikis. If you're able to save a revius with a tahar kli, if you have a small tahar kli, a pach katan, and you could save a revius yatzel, you're allowed to save. Rabbi Lazar says that it has to go down and you're, you're not allowed to be metamit. Rabbi Lazar holds you're not allowed to go ahead and be metamit at You're not allowed to use it unless you have a big barrel. That's a tummy barrel. You're not allowed to use it to save your wine. Rabbi Shuah says you are. So here you see you have Shuma that's heading to its demise. It's going to be destroyed. It's going to be tummy. And according to Yeshua, you're allowed to take a tummy, take a kli, and be metame the truma be a But the other Yeshua said, when you have a suffix, well, you have a, uh, also you can't eat it, you have a suffix, truma that's a suffix, you're not allowed to be metamet, ah, uh, you can't eat it, ah, uh, you're going to have to destroy it anyway. It doesn't make a difference, you're not allowed to be metamet, you can leave it out, but you can't be metamet. So why over here, because I'm sure say you are allowed to be metamet, and over there, Bishua seems to say, you know, let me Oh, Mishani, no. Shani, hasam to ika hafsin chulin. Over there, there's a big hafsin. So, Melo is a hafsin chulin, and that's why, according to Bishua, you're going to lose your whole vat. So, Melo, that's why, according to Bishua, you're allowed to be metame. But generally, according to Bishua, you're not allowed to be metame. In a case where you want to make a fire, why, according to Yeshua, would you say that you, according, it's machlek, it's according, there's one side of Yeshua, you have to make a separate fire in order to, in order to keep the, 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 the truma that's not tame, keep it separate from a truma that is tame, it's going to cost you extra money. You're going to have to make a new fire. Making a new fire is also a hefzid. So why does Ebyaisi say in Shita? of Yeshua, that if you have Tluya and Tameh, you have to make a separate fire for them. Rabbi Yaisi agrees if the barrel breaks, according to Yeshua, you're allowed to be metamid a wine to stop it from ruining the other wine. So why on Pesach do you have to make a separate fire, according to Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yeshua's Shita? L'chayr, it's costing you money. Would cost money. We had this story, this terrace once before. Only a Hefzid Ruba, a huge vat of wine is a Hefzid Ruba, but a Hefzid what Chazal weren't so chayshish for.
How do you know that Chazal were only for a serious Hefzid, but not for a small Hefzid? Now I'm going to explain. The case of wine was wine, because really when you have tummy dicker wine, there's nothing you can do with it. But let's say it would be oil. Oil, the halacha is a, t- a kayan, is allowed to burn truma to me. He's allowed to use it for, 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 for his lights, for his candles. So there, it's not such a big hefzid. If the story would have been with oil, it's a hefzid muad. It's not a hefzid beruba. Because oil, the halacha is you're allowed to burn. You're allowed to kayan. Wine, you can't burn. Wine doesn't burn. Only in Uchini Medais' house, wine burns. But everyone else's house, wine doesn't burn. Uchini Medais' it's the same thing. But usually, wine doesn't burn. So there's nothing you can do with wine. But I could put him, but if it would be oil, it would be a hefzid. So let's see what the halacha by oil is. Detanya. We're holding 15 lines up from the bottom. Chaf from the base. Detanya. Chavishol shemen. Chavishol shemen. Chuma shenish rabagas al yen. The same kind of story. It broke. Uvitachtayne chulun tmeim. And there's chulun tmeim under there. Maider abalazil abi yeshua. Abalazil maider abi yeshua. Shem yachal ahatzim amen ravias betahariyatzim. That everyone agrees to. If you could save a ravias, you gotta save a ravias, even if it's gonna make you a hefsin meruba. Vim lav. Teyed vititame valyetamen abiyad. Rabbi yeshua. Agrees by oil that you're not allowed to stop the flow. You have to let it go in and let it ruin your chulin. What's the difference? Why do you have to let it go in according to Yeshua? Maishna. So the answer obviously is because oil is a hefsid muad. You're right. You might have to sell it cheap to the kain because he knows that you want to get rid of it. But Lamaisa, it's a hefsid muad. It's not such a big hefsid. And therefore, Yeshua is going to agree by oil that you're not allowed to be metame the oil. You have to let it go and then you'll sell it afterwards. Fred to Gemara. Maishna shemen to roi lahadlik. Shemen you could use to light. Yayanami roi what are the odds? I'm just curious that we would be learning about Shemen Shroy Lahadlik and Erev Chanukah. I'm just wondering. The Nagapan and the Gemara discusses Shemen is Roy Lahadlik, Yayanami, Roy Lazilov. Yayan is also Roy for Zilov. Zilov is, in those days, you know, people didn't take so many showers, so they used to smell. So they would take wine and they would sprinkle it on the ground. They would make like an air freshener. They would use wine for Zilov. That was called Zilov. They would sprinkle it on the ground. So the Chari, even Tame the wine, I could technically use it for air freshener. I can't use it to burn because it doesn't burn. But I could use for air freshener. So the Chai, it's not a Hefzid Meruba, you're not going to have to throw it in the garbage. You'll, you'll, you'll sprinkle around. You'll sell it for air freshener. Chai, you won't be such a great to Hefzid. That's called Zilof. So if I think about why can't you use it for Zilof? Maybe you'll tell me Zilof Zilof is not such a hush of a thing. You can't get that much money for it. Not such a such a not considered such a practical usage for it. Shmuel says the name of Chia. You should take you should go buy wine, a lug of wine for a cellar to drink. It's Kadai to spend the cellar to buy a lug of wine. But if you want to use Zilof, you should spend two slug to get a log of wine that you're going to use for Zilof. So you see, Zilof is something that people needed. So Mela, L'chayr, what's the hefsi? Big deal. Let the wine go in. You'll use it for Zilof. What's the problem? Zayti Gemara Bechadash. We're talking about new wine. New wine doesn't smell. And Mela, it's not going to work for Zilof. And Mela, that's the reason why it's great because we're dealing in a, what are we talking about? We're talking about a, a, a vat. We're talking about a, a, a wine press. The wine is new. It's not sitting there. It's not aged wine. So Mela, it's not kishmak to use for zilof. So therefore, it's considered 
Leave it around. Take it to your bed. Ba- take it to your basement. Let it sit for a couple of years. It will get old. And still, tame. You'll make a big sign at it, tame, and you'll leave it there till it gets old, and it won't be a hefsen ruba. We're afraid you might make a mistake, and you'll end up eating it. <laughs> and therefore, we can't let you leave the wine there. The shaman. What are you gonna do with the shaman? You have a huge vat of shaman. You're gonna give it to a kayan to burn. He's gonna end up eating it. He has barrels and barrels of shaman. He's not gonna take it. Burning shaman doesn't take that long. Some, it doesn't take that. So it doesn't take that short. It's a little bit, you know, a little bit of shaman. It's gonna take a very long time until he finishes all the shaman. So we should be afraid that he's gonna end up eating it. We should. We should be afraid of takala. Zatigamaradiromilei You know what you do? You put the shaman in a smelly keli. So everyone's gonna see. They can see it's disgusting. So they're not gonna come to eat it, but they'll still use it to light. So male that fades. So you want to save yourself from being takala? Put it in a klimas. Okay, do the same thing with the wine. Yayanami, Rami Labor Klimas. Take the wine, put it in a disgusting kli, and leave it, use it for ziluf, and a male, no one's gonna end up using it. So that doesn't make any sense. With ziluf kabayla, you want to use it for ear freshener. The klimas, Ramila, you're not gonna put it in a disgusting kli, you're gonna ruin the smell of the wine. So Mela, obviously by wine, there's no other option. So wine, you're gonna be stuck with. So it's Hefs and Ruba. So that's the reason why you're allowed to do it. And Shemet is a Hefs and Mu'at, and that's the reason why it was Mutter. The concept that we're afraid that a person's going to drink uh, or be nichshal and drink wine or drink oil is machlokes tanan. Let's say you have a barrel of wine. It's very negative. If you have a barrel of wine of truma that becomes time, it's going to be negative today. What's the halacha? Do you have to throw it out, or could you save it? You want to use it for ziluf? You want to? If I have a barrel of wine, am I allowed to save it for ziluf? Very, very practical question. I have to throw it out. Am I allowed to save it for Ziluf? Beishamay says, pour it out. Chevel means in one shot. Like, you're not allowed to load on mitzvahs. So Beishamay says, take the whole barrel, spill down the drain, you're not allowed to use it. Beishel says, you are allowed to do Ziluf. So according to Beishel, we're not afraid of Takala. And according to Beishamay, we are afraid of Takala. Says, I'm going to make a hachra. If the barrel's in the field, so then by the time it gets to the house, you might end up drinking from it. So then I'm going to pass in like Bishamai, Tish by Chevel, spill it out on the street, spill it out there on the drain, you can't bring it in. If it's in the house, Tasa Zilov. Then you're allowed to use it for Zilov. I'm going to make a shara between Bishel and Bishamai. It depends where your wine is. Ikadamia, different shara. Bichadash, if it's new wine, so then it's got to sit around to get old. Tish pechevel. Then you have to pour it out. Piyashin, if it's old wine, tasaziloth, then you could use it for ziloth. So this is a bishmal b'abiyasis hachra between b'sham and b'sil. We had this concept before. This is not called a hachra. Beishamah Beisil didn't mention the difference between Chadash, Yasha, and Sada. You're coming in and being the Chadash new things. Beishamah says it's Aser, and Beisil says it's Mutter, and you're coming with a Pshar. Very nice Pshar, but it has nothing to do with Beishamah Beisil. That's called a Das Shlishis. You're coming with your th- a hachra Shlishis. You're coming with a with a third Sad. No one had such a Sad, and a male, we're not going to pass him like you. So what do we have? So according to Bishmal Rabbi he was afraid of Takala, and according to Be- in Beisham Beisilel, it seems to 
Now, Rashi, Rashi just fears us. Then, according to this, so why Takana? Why didn't Beishama Bissel differentiate between a Sada and a Bias or between a Chadash and a Yashin? The answer is that because Beishama Bissel were not disagreeing about Takala. That wasn't their Machlaikis. The Machlaikis was that it wasn't that we're afraid that you might drink it, you might not drink it. It's Machlaikis Shem Bissel if you have to spill it out or not. It has nothing to do with Takala. Both of them are not afraid of Takala. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yaisi, he was afraid of Takala, so therefore he made a Hachra, Chadash, Yashin. So the Machlekes Tanam is like this. Beisham and Beisilol are not afraid of Takala. The reason why Beisham says you have to spill it out is for a different reason, which Rashi doesn't say. And Abishmol Rabbi is afraid of Takala. So the din of Takala is the Machlekes Tanam. Beisham Beisilol is not afraid, and Abishmol Rabbi is afraid. The home stretch. Today we need Mavish double decker though. This is Mavish as a as a chashve. See him. That's that. Am Rabbi Yosi from Chanina. Machlaikis shenafalale pachais mimeyasa chulin tmeim. The so very important halacha. Let's say truma falls into chulin. The halacha is that it becomes bottle if you have a hundred. If you have 100 plus the thing that falls in, if it gets her 101, after it falls in, the halacha is its bottle. So this whole discussion, if wine or oil falls into the vat, is only if you have less than 100. Because if you're going to have more than 100, then the truma is bottled and the story is not again. So Mela, the, obviously the case was that you have less than 100 barrels in the vat. And Mela, the question is, if the wine gets in there, it's going to ruin it. And that's why it's us. So this is a basic it fell into less than a hundred saw of chulent man. But let's say it fell into a hundred chulent man. Everybody agrees you got to let it go down because nothing's going to happen. It will go down and become tame, but it's not going to be chuma anymore. It's going to be bato. So Mela, if you have a hundred and one barrels in the vat, so then you can just let it go. Everybody agrees you can let it go. And there's no chashash because we are, uh, it, it's going to be mutter anyway. Tanya Rabbi the Bryce says like that. Chavis shenish Rabbigas al Yaina. If you have a chavis that broke in the upper gas, vitachtel mea chulun tmeim, and under it you have a hundred chulun that's tamay. Married to Abelazel Abishua, Abelazel's married to Abishua, Shem Yachala Hatsen, and Ereviyas Batariyat. So if you're able to save Ereviyas, you should save it. Name Lav, if you can't, Teyed Vitatame, Valia Tamenamiyat. So if you have, we're talking about if you have mea, if you have a hundred. So if you have a hundred, so then the Allah is, everybody agrees, so it says, Moida Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Lazar's Moida Rabbi Yeshua, that Teyed V'tetame, Ve'al Yitame Rabiyan. It should go down, and you're not allowed to be Mitame. Why? Because it's mutter anyway. It's going to fall into the vat. It's going to be mutter anyway, because there's a hundred over there, so it's mutter. But the Shaila is, why is Rabbi Lazar Moida Rabbi Yeshua? Rabbi Yeshua is the one that said that you're allowed to be Mitame. Rabbi Lazar is the one that asks So you're saying, Rabbi Lazar is Moida Rabbi Yeshua, that here, you have to let it go in. Abelazer always holds. You have to let it go in. Abishu is the one that held that you that you could be metamet. That's the gemara's kasha. Hi, Moider Abelazer, Abishu, Moider Abishu, Abelazer, Moyer. Abishu is Moider Abelazer. That you have to let it go in. That's the way you should say. Amar Rav Eipoch, you're right. Flip it around and say Moider Abishu, Abelazer. That's the first tense.
Really, don't flip it around. The the Maida is not go, is go, the 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 Maida and Abishua are going on the beginning of the Mishnah. Meaning, the beginning of the Mishnah said that if you have a Revius, if you could save a Revius, the Tahara, the halacha is you have to save it. What's the halacha? The Gemara says the see the case inside and we'll explain it. We had once a concept that sometimes you have a kli that the inside could be tahar, but the back of the kli could be tummy. How? Because let's say the kli became tummy with mashkin. Mashkin is only the time of the kli midirabanan. So therefore, it's metame only the back. It's not metame the inside. But let's say you have a case that's a tahar kli inside, but the outside is tummy. Now you're going to come. You have truma coming down, and you want to save. This is your kli tahar. You want to save your wine in this kli. Are we afraid that maybe if you're going to use this wine, to, you're going to use this barrel to save the, the wine, you might be metame the wine from the back of the kli. You're right. The inside of the kli, right, when you're scraping the floor, the odds are the wine's going to touch the back of the cleat, and then you're going to be in the time of the wine. So, do we allow you, do we say that a person should take a tahar cleat and save the wine in an instance where he might be in the time of anyway, like in this case, because the back of the back of the cleat is tame, or do we not say it? You would think, we should be afraid that maybe the back of the cleat is going to touch chuma, kamash malan, that we're not afraid. So, this is what we're saying. Rabbi Lazar always says, you always should let the zachin go. You should never catch it. Rabbi Lazar, that, 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 that's always Rabbi Lazar's shita. So Rabbi Lazar is made to Rabbi Yeshua, even though Rabbi Lazar usually says, don't get involved, don't be mitamid, but in, if you have a tahar kli and the back is tameh, Rabbi Lazar is made to Rabbi Yeshua that you should use that kli to stop the wine. That means even though Rabbi Yeshua always holds you let us stop the wine, unless it's a hundred, you always let us stop the wine. Rabbi Lazar says you never let us stop the wine, but let's say you have a Kli, that the inside of the Kli is tar and the outside of the Kli is Tameh, Rabbi Lazar is also made that Rabbi Shua, that you're allowed to use this Kli and we're not afraid that you might come to be time of the wine from the back of the Kli. We're not afraid of that. And so that's why it's Rabbi Lazar. Even though Rabbi Lazar usually says, don't get involved, don't be time of the wine, but if you have a tar inside and a Tameh outside, Rabbi Lazar is made that you're allowed to use it and the reason is because he's not afraid that you're going to be time from the back. You'll be very careful to only catch the wine on the inside and therefore, even according to Rabbi Lazar, the is, you'll be mechuyiv to say. So let's just get it very clear. If you have a hundred wine on the bottom, the is you're not allowed to be metamid according to everybody. But why? Because it's, good, it's not going to be a hefzid because you're allowed to use the wine anyway because it's bottle. But the shaylas, if you have a tahar kli and a tame back, they're even, and, and is that considered a tahar dika kli? Are you allowed to use it to save the wine? And the Allah is you're allowed to use it and we're not afraid you're going to be metamid the wine from the back of the kli because we assume you're going to catch it on the inside. So before we say the hajjan, we're going to have to say over the kasha. So I had the island, this is the kasha. How? What's the nace of Hanukkah? L'chaira. There's no such thing as Tumah by Shemin of the Beis Hamikdash. Levi said Shemin of the Beis Hamikdash is not Mekabel Tumah. L'chaira. The Gemara Zichar it sounded like that. Went back and forth. But there was Zichar it sounded like that. And the Shaila is why? Uh, what was the nace of Hanukkah? L'chaira. There's no such thing as Tumah Dika Oil. So someone was telling me last night. No, there's a hundred Teretz. I'm going to tell you the Emesa Teretz to the Kashi. You ready? Look at Rashi. Daf Yud Zayin Amud Aleph. Take a look at Rashi 
Oh, how did Levi say it? It's, it's seven lines up from the bottom. Yud Zayin Amad Aleph. Mashki Bey Midbachai. Let's just give a quick recap on the Gemara that no one wants to look at again. We all want to look at it. But the Gemara had a machlaik. It's either Mashki Bey Midbachai, which means the Mashkim that is in the base of Midbachai, which is water and blood, or Mashki Bey Midbachai, the Mashkim from the Mizbeah, which is Yayin and Shemit. So what's the Kasha? According to the sheet of the Yayin and Shemit, Mashki Bey Midbachai, that means there's no Tumah on Yayin and Shemit. So the Chaya Shemit of that they found, there's no such thing as Tumah and Shemit. So I have a Kasha. Why did Levi say, Mashke Bey Midbachaya? Such a strange way of saying it. Mashke of the Mizbech. Just say, Yayin and Shemit are liquids in the base of Mikdash. Why did he say, Mashke Bey Midbachaya? Liquid from the Mizbech. You know who asked this Kasha? Rashi asked the Kasha. So look at Rashi. And Rashi explains why he says it like this. Mashki be mid bechai seven lines up kolaymar kol elu shel kodesh nikroim al shem is bech all these things are called because they're used for the mizbech kigai dam lezrika umayin v'yayin lenesach water and wine for nesach ve'shemen lemenaches Rashi says we're not talking about all the oil in the base of mikdash we're talking about shemen for a mincha mashki be mid bechai shemen that goes on the mizbech shemen for a mincha vir chazal umetayin. But Shemit for the Menayah? There's no such thing. So is, this, is there a concept of Toba by Shemit the Menayah? Absolutely. Even according to Levi. Levi only said it by Shemit the Menachis. And this is the Emesoterites. Emesoterites, Rashi. So I got to tell them somebody called me with the Kasha. I called him later tonight. He said the Kasha doesn't make sense. Rashi says Shemit the Menachis. So he, told, he, he was fighting with me. Then he hung up. He called me the next day. He said, look, Elvayashin's horse on Rapsachim. And Rashi says that. Elvayashin says the reason why Rashi stressed is to answer this question. Why is this Nase of Hanukkah the Chayyar the Shemit is not Tameh? And the answer is it's only Shemit of Menachis. But Shemit for the Menachitaka is Tameh, and no, no, but no one's allowed to tell anyone didn't come today is now known the Emissaterans. That's the deal. That was the deal. You had to come today in order to get the Emissaterans. Everybody said we should be Zoycheh. You don't understand the Messiah Snafesh. If you wouldn't have come today, nobody would have yelled at you besides me. No one would have said anything to you if you didn't come today. You don't have to answer to anybody else except to the Rabbi Shalom. There's the biggest chas a person can get bigger than the Messiah Snafesh of the Chashmir